So you're thinking about running, but not sure how to take the first step. My name is Brian Patterson, and I'm here to help. Welcome to Brian's Rompod. To the second part of our discussion with Tamsin Birdland. If you haven't heard our first chat, then please do have a listen. In the second part, we started talking about how she came across her current running coach, Andrew Wren. I really do hope you enjoy our chat. How did you find out about Andrew? Then? Yeah, so I was, as I mentioned, I'd, I pretty much stopped running because yeah. I was having these, this pain in my ankle and I just thought, you know what, I, I don't enjoy... I, it shouldn't hurt to run. <laughs> I'm not one of these people who's going to run through the pain. It's mm. hurting for a reason. Mm. But it didn't hurt all the time. And I was pretty convinced that actually my running form was probably, I just probably wasn't running properly. Mm. Something had gone wrong. Mm. So I thought what I need is not a strength and conditioning coach. It's not a remote coach. I need somebody to watch me run and tell me what I'm doing wrong. So then I just went to Google and uh, I literally typed in running form coach near Twickenham. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. And Andy and came up. Yeah. yeah. And good SEO for Andy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Tick. <laughs> Not at the top. I had to scroll down a bit, but so I found him and then I did nothing about it. And then I did it again about six weeks later. And then I read it, read his thing again. And I thought, yeah, now I'm going to, I'm going to give this a go. That's how it happened. Yeah. All right. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I see. As I've said, I've, I've interviewed him and he's a really passionate and lovely guy. Mm-hmm. So what was your first session like? First session. So he, he does a free introductory session. Yeah. So that's mainly just going for a run and giving a potted history mm. of, of where you are and what you've done. And he, he, as he quite likes to say that he's got amazing peripheral vision so he can study your form while running alongside you. Oh, <laughs> so I see. Okay. Sort of, I think he'd probably get me sussed within about the first 10 minutes of running. And then just at the end, we did a few sprints as well because he wanted to see how I ran at, at high speed. Yeah. And to, to be honest, bless him, he pretty much fixed my issues at the end of that session he just said you just need to do it you just need to change a couple of things right and and this is what you need to do yeah and then we could have parted at that point and i could have got all i needed without paying (laughs) 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 should i say that or not i don't think but but he left you wanting more he left me wanting more yeah and yeah i I liked him we seemed to get on well and i just i'm gonna give i'm gonna give this a go so right. we've been working together ever since. There, there's still plenty of other things that can be worked on on my form. I'm not yeah. perfect. Yeah. He, yeah, I think he, the fact I was looking down and not looking up and, and sort of my shoulders were around my ears um, were probably the two major things that were, mm. were hurting me. But, but since then, we've worked on other things like my cadence and, and relaxing through the whole body and that mm. kind of thing as yeah. well. Because so. yeah. I am hoping to... Um, at some stage, they have agreed um, uh, a um, a gate running coach, yeah. analysis guy, who's across the road. <laughs> so hopefully, we'll, we'll maybe talk into that a bit more detail. But I, I do, I would like to like just to drill into the cadence thing because I know it's something that 
they various apps and mm-hmm. because now mm-hmm. the apps can tell you what, the, what mm-hmm. your cadence is and mine's like 160 and i can't mm-hmm. seem to get it up mm-hmm. did he give you a figure uh, of what it should be i think i don't think he did really i think the thing is it's another thing you have to be really careful with the apps because because yes. it is a an individual thing yeah it, it was really more about i think for me i was overstriding with especially with my left leg and be just doing different drills Mm. made me feel like where I should be placing my foot right and the fact I think one thing that I've done with him that I've learned a lot about is that actually you get faster by putting more power through your foot not striding further Ah. forward that's interesting Uh, yeah I like that so stamping down especially if you're doing sprinting stamping down into the ground rather than actually yeah, throwing your legs for further forward in a, yeah. in a longer stride is going to give you much more speed. And I found a lot of the work we've done now that I can go out running at quite a low speed, yeah, but I keep a really nice steady cadence. Whereas previously my cadence went all over the place; right. it'd be up and down and, and yeah. everywhere. And now I can do a nice easy run, and it will mm. be basically about. My easy run is about 166, to be honest. It's quite low as well. Mm, but right. I can keep it consistent, which is, yeah, you know, yeah. I think that's definitely an improvement. But did you find you were put in here or somewhere that I was trying to, because when I was read up about cadence, that kind of mm-hmm. thing, and I tried to go out running and try and improve the speed mm-hmm. of the cadence, I was trying to shoehorn myself into yeah. something that yeah. really didn't exist and I just felt really yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, I, I think this is I think this is one of the issues. I think as a species we're born to run. Uh, you look at small children and they're just running around. They're, nobody's worried about their form, they're just running. Hmm. But I think as adults we are really, especially ones who are sitting down all day, we, there's yeah. so many difficulties. And I think I wouldn't say that, that – what you find on the internet or in a book is necessarily should be ignored. Mm. But I think if somebody watches you run, they can see where your issues are mm. that an article on runner's world mm. can't do. Yes. And so what I've found with Andy is it's just the cues. He gives me the cues. You should be looking at the tops of the trees. He should be try doing it. Think about this. Yeah. I think that's probably a much better way of learning to run yeah. with better form yeah. than just reading an article and then trying yeah. to translate what they've said Yeah, when you're out on your own and you can't see what you're doing either. Yeah. So having because you sim- can watch, it's like you can watch other people when I see them out running, yeah. especially if we get them wife, and and you just see them, they're not professional athletes, but they just look, they're very at peace mm. and running. Yeah. <laughs> I relaxed. I said, oh, I can't tell <laughs> I've been overtaken by a Ken, one of the Kenyan runners in Bushy, Bushy Park before. Oh, now. Them, and them, it's just, you, you just, just stop. You just stop and look. <laughs> <laughs> and just think, wow, that's amazing. It's, yeah. it's yeah, 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 yeah. There was that famous book, I think, Is It Born to Run, which came yeah. out yeah. quite a few years ago, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. about about these particular mm-hmm. runners and they just run in yeah. uh, sandals or something like that. Yeah. That ultra and runners sort of thing was there anything else that he that you felt that he provided you with in terms of that was quite different to your previous coaches 
It's just having having a run buddy to be. <laughs> I know I have plenty of run buddies, but you know, I just really enjoy the sessions. Mm. It's mm. very different to be doing hard sessions with somebody else who can give you really good feedback and we have a, a laugh along the way as well. It's not that it's not always that serious, yeah. and so yeah, it's just a, a really it's just a really positive experience. I always come back from a session with him on a real high and even if even if the feedback is this needs to be improved mm. it's never done in a way that makes me feel like i'm i'm failing or i'm rubbish or anything yeah. it's always a really positive experience yeah yeah, yeah. because i thought when i'm talking to him was turning into the andrews <laughs> <laughs> now when talking to him he seemed to be quite imaginative i'm sure there's other coaches that are like that in terms of like, today we're going to be running like a gazelle or yeah. something like that yeah. kind of thing yeah. with his sessions yeah. or whatever and, yeah. and the other feedback i got or the other thing i gleaned from the discussion was that he had a kind of like a goal for everything i'm going to be doing i'm going i've set myself a goal of having a standing jump of so mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. or i'm going to be doing this and that was quite that was quite important to him to set yourself different goals it doesn't have to be about running but mm-hmm. it can be about mm-hmm. other types of physical exercise thing mm-hmm. so he was i don't know if that's something that's that's helped been helpful to you to be be quite goal orientated in terms of your running mm-hmm. or other things i think maybe i was once <laughs> <laughs> i think I'm much more, I can set, I do set myself goals. Every year I set myself goals. I have a list of them. Yeah. Do you write them down? I do, yeah. yeah. I have them at a web community that I'm a member of. I put them on there and yeah. I report back on my blog every month about my progress. Okay. But to me it is the process. So rather than I've got this goal, but actually how am I going to achieve it? And am I? And if I'm not going to enjoy the process of achieving it, then there's no point doing it. I, I'm not prepared to set myself a goal that means that for the whole year or for two months or whatever, I'm, I'm going to be really miserable mm. because it's, it's okay. just not worth it. Because when you have a goal, to achieve a goal, actually achieving that goal is only about 1% of your time and 99% of that time is doing the process so that you can achieve that goal. Yeah. So I'm a very much a focus on the process person nowadays, you know. It's all about the process. Just turn up, do what you need to do, and don't stress about the goal. Let's take a quick break. Just a short break to tell you about some exciting news. We have a new feature on the podcast. You can now send me a message. Yep, you heard it right. Brian's Rompod has become interactive with the audience. If you look at the top of the episode description, tap on send us a text message. You can tell me what you think of the episode or alternatively, what you would like covered. If you're lucky, I might even read them out on the podcast. Now, back to the podcast. And uh, would you agree that kind of having that variety is as important as part of that process? Yeah, I guess it depends on the goal. Yeah. So so I have a goal to try and do an assisted pull-up by the end of this year. Ah, So I'm doing lots of exercises for that, but they're all pretty similar because I've just, every so often I progress to a new sort of phase of that. But that is literally just 
working the muscles to get them strong enough so that I can do a pull-up. So, yeah, I wouldn't say there's a lot of variety in that. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, yeah, running-based goals, if they're based on I want to do X number of miles in a year, then I would definitely recommend that you don't just go and run around the block three times a week and never do anything different or yeah yeah so i think it's very goal dependent yeah good you're still with andrew i am is that right yeah, yeah. okay and so how, how often do you catch up once a month once a fortnight we work once a fortnight. yeah okay yeah but we're not i'm not so what i'm not doing so what's different from the last time is i'm not working towards anything right um we play with a few ideas about what I could be doing. And, and we've actually found that that I really enjoy doing the speed work rather than – so. and what I'm talking about there is sprinting. Yes. So we're actually working on 100-meter, 200-meter sprints right. uh, and maybe moving that up to the mile. We're possibly working towards me trying to get a good age grade for the mile. Okay. But to be honest – with with injuries and things going going backwards and forwards sometimes and I've had other stresses this year so yeah. I, I'm not putting myself on any, any pressure for that yeah. Uh, yeah we just meet up and have some fun and yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was reading on the blog he when he turned up he said are we today we're going to run the perfect 800 yeah what's the perfect 800 <laughs> Oh dear, I, I hope Andy doesn't listen to this because I'm going to get it wrong <laughs> it's a strong start yeah and then a float. Yes. And then a, a push at the end. That's it. So it's basically, yeah, start off with purpose, then keep a steady pace in the middle and then go for it at the end. Yeah. Okay. And so was that, you did that in one session or was it something you could build? Oh, we've done it. We've done that a few times. We've been working. Yeah. yeah but when he may say we're going to run the perfect 100, 800 today. Mm. It may not be that I do end up running the perfect 800, but it's a goal for the for the session rather than we're just going to learn about what yeah. the best way to run a, an 800 would be. Okay. Let's move on to yeah. park run. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now we were talking prior then. I got it wrong that you weren't, you didn't set it up. No. No, but you were one of the founder... Yeah, so we got from sort of day one, there was mm. a, a call out for people who wanted to be on the core team and maybe train up to be run directors and that kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah, so I, I stepped forward at the beginning from that, yeah. And so what's what, so what was the sort of, was there any training involved in terms of being a course director? And I think, oh gosh, not really. I think a lot of it was just, Doing a lot of volunteering. So we had, it was set up by somebody who's always already an event director right. locally at a different park run. Right. So he did it and I think he committed to run directing for something like the first eight weeks or something. Okay. While the team came in mm. and we were just, I just remember doing a lot of volunteering, doing lots of different roles mm. and pretty much by the time we started each of us uh, started being a run director we we knew the drill pretty well yeah and we were looking at very low numbers in those first we were getting <clears throat> i think that i think the inaugural one we got 100 but yeah. after that yeah. we were looking at 30 people 40 yeah. people yeah. a week so it just it wasn't a, we could run it just about on three or four volunteers mm. and i just want to add for our international listeners <laughs> because we do have international listeners from 
you from America to Australia, that it is the Crane Park Run. Crane Park Run. Which is near Twickenham. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, not very far away from where it all started. No, it's no, Park. no, it's so. only a couple of miles, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. So you started off with, let's say, about 100 people. And, and how many years ago was that? It's 2012. 2012? Yeah. Oh, I see, so yeah. Olympic year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, the reason why I remember that is that Duncan, who was the first event director, missed one of the weeks because he was part of the opening ceremony. Oh, yeah. yeah, so that's, yeah, I remember that very clearly. Yeah. Okay. And what do you get out of it? What's being part of Park Run? I think it's the people, obviously, again. And I think for me, I get as much out of volunteering as I give. Yes. Yeah. It is, it's something I really enjoy doing. And it's something I think, something I can do, something I, I'm knowledgeable. I, I know, I know what part runs about mm. and I can I think make a significant con- contribution people's enjoyment of the event yeah. hopefully yeah. and yeah it just it's part runs given so much to so many people and and brought running to people who yeah may never have you just anticipated my next question yeah. as to why has it been so successful why is it okay so this is really interesting actually good I'm almost certain it's the community aspect. And it's the same for the running club and also, I think, for the online community I'm a member of. There's a guy called, I'm going to butcher his name, Eli Parisa, I think, who studied online communities and compared them to community in-life communities and wanted to find out what worked and what didn't. And it seems that in real life, outside of the digital world, a community needs... A, a built space, a program, yeah, and a benign overseer, leader. And if you have, so the built space would be the park run or yeah. a, par- a park. Yes. The program is a time where everybody could meet, some yeah. sort of programming. So in a park, yeah. it could just be that there's a, a band playing or something, so everybody takes their kids along. Yeah, yeah. And then the sort of benign overseer to make sure nothing gets out of hand and all those three actually are same for part run you've got this you've got the course you've got the nine o'clock saturday start and you've got the event director and the run directors just making sure that everything happens smoothly so i think it's the magic formula for a community to be built and that's what's happening And it's like running or the exercise part is just a byproduct. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't necessarily, because it could be something else. It could, could be something be, else, yeah. You could be knitting yeah. in a circle, something like that. You could be a member yeah. of a church group. It's exactly, exactly the, same the same thing. Exactly the same thing. Yeah. 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 Because I know it's not quite the same thing, but that's what I enjoy about doing the podcast is when I interview people, you get this, the story, but mm. also that, which we have, like you said, it's something we you know, because we of our jobs, which are either online mm. or whatever, mm. and we don't get, and even more so after COVID, yeah, because people are working from home, yeah, they're not getting that face to face interaction type of thing. Mm. But no, that's quite an interesting point. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and I don't I don't know, I don't know, maybe this is a bit left field sort of thing, but I don't know whether we as us as an English community, I don't know, I know I have a. Latin American roots, quite family, and that mm-hmm. community is very important. But you do, um, and I, but I'm not sure whether us in the English community were that good at that. I'm yeah. not sure 
you know. Less so than we used so, to be, I think. Uh, yeah. Be, uh, you yeah. Know. yeah. Okay, well, that's good. My gosh, we've done 50 minutes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, but I, I was really interested to know as to one of the last questions is what was, do you have any sporting heroes? I do. Yeah, I had mm. to think about this one. I think the first person who always comes to mind since she did this a couple of years ago is Jasmine Paris who ran the 268-mile spine race and won it. Wow. So that's up the Pennine. It's a race through the Pennines. And she, so she beat all the men. On top of that, she had to stop every couple of hours to express milk for her her baby. Oh, wow. (laughs) That is one hard (laughs) lady. I just can't get over. I think at the moment, all the, these, generation of women athletes footballers crickets yeah. cricketers you know that they're, they're just stepping up and owning the space and yeah. just getting on with it with just ignoring any kind of sni- yeah. sneery remarks from yeah. from the sidelines and just getting on and absolutely smashing it out there i just think they are an amazing generation yeah i totally agree with you i just think the entertainment value is is just there as well yeah yeah. And it's they've bought through grit, determination, administration, whatever. Yeah. It's definitely become the norm now. Yeah. You don't even think about it. No, you, you don't. Know, obviously, with how well the England team did in the mm. World Cup, but it wasn't maybe 10, 15 years ago, you would have noticed that disparity mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. women playing football. Yeah. Yeah. But now you don't. Yeah. There's to come that far. Yeah. Whereas maybe the men's game took a lot longer to come that far in terms of professionalism to eight to, to stadium of eighty thousand. Mm, yeah. That's just really it is amazing. phenomenal. Yeah. And watching the athletics last week, I've I found myself realizing that I was actually enjoying the women's races, watching them yeah. more than the men's. Just what was going on in there and the personalities. It just seemed it's they're very different, but I'm just so pleased that they're getting they're on an equal footing now and yeah. their, their achievements are, are being celebrated just as much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, a lot of women over the, I mean, even from the name of it escapes me, but the woman who did the first Boston Marathon. Yes. Yeah. Actually, she was on my long list. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, she was, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, to, just the, I'm quite a timid person when it comes to dealing with authority and the, the balls yeah, yeah. <laughs> that she had to do that was yeah, just yeah. incredible. Yeah. There was a very good, I wanted to promote another podcast mm-hmm. from BBC Sounds about, uh, they had an interview with her and it's quite interesting podcast about her doing it. Yeah. So, And it was just like quite, she's quite nonchalant. She said, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I want to be like her when I grow up. Yeah. yeah. But so you're still enjoying running although I, you, you did say you've had a bit of an injury yeah my back's that. a bit dodgy at the moment i've just got to see that through i'm sure it'll get better but uh, yeah i'm just taking a bit of time out. i can run i probably will run tomorrow but i just thought i had some sports therapy yesterday so i just decided not to i just gave part runner miss today yeah okay also no today if, if you're not being the race director you'd run it as well i do part run most weekends yeah most weekends, yeah not yeah. always crane um, I right. sometimes go there's so many in this area that yeah. you know, I quite often go to other ones as well yeah yeah yes I keep meaning to go to another one <laughs> so is there if there's anything else 
you would like to say I tell about? you, I could keep talking all You could t- <laughs> I like a good chat. Oh, good. Uh, oh, good. No, I think we've covered most things. Yeah. I think the message, that the main message that I've got from our chat is about the community mm-hmm. and it's about if you were ever hesitant about, because I know maybe some people, maybe especially women who aren't, and I know there's a big push for to get women involved and maybe they aren't mm. you know, comfortable with going out on their own, mm. which either for whatever reason is to maybe to be part of the community and, yeah. and is. And there's some great ones around here. There's the clubs, there's Park Run, there's, I know you've interviewed Caitlin, the Bearcat Running Club. That's a wonderful, yeah. for, for somebody who's really nervous, I'd really recommend that. Yeah. They, yeah. they are an amazing group of people. Yeah. Um, definitely. She's an amazing, she's a bit of a force of nature. She is. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I'd say actually on this community thing and the work of Eli, one and, and other things that I've read, that you can't just turn up and expect to be part of the community. You have to, it, people in general, there's been studies that people don't, even if you pass the same people in the street every day, you have to see them about five or six times before you then start nodding and saying morning to them and that kind That's of thing. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. So don't, if you want to join a community, there's a bit yeah. of work that you need to do as well and you need to turn yeah. up a few times and yeah. maybe. So I really hope that if there's anybody who's feeling nervous that they will do it. Yeah. But it may not be the magic transformation in one day. It might be, especially yeah. if you go to the Bearcats, it probably would be. But, but to persist as well. If you find something that you think you might like, then yeah. go a couple yeah. of times before yeah. you make up your mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like I said, I choose my daughter as an example. Is that I just did not... My, my wife and I did not think she would be into exercise, but suddenly I think she got the inspiration from somewhere else. Maybe it was a peer group thing mm-hmm. or something like that. And then she just took it up. And then she's not in, immediately found the benefits sort mm-hmm. of thing. And obviously, I suppose it's the lesson there, just give it a try and you never know. You might like it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's more things out there than running if you don't. As well. Exactly. And what was the online community you're... Oh, so Fetch Everyone. Fetch Everyone. This was um, set up by a lovely man called Ian Williams on his own. It's not, it briefly flirted with big commercial providers, but he's running it on his own again now. And yeah, so it's been going nearly 20 years now. Mm -hmm. And it is the, I think it is the online equivalent of somewhere like Parkrun because he's built this space. People turn up every day. He is a benign sort of overseer to make sure nobody starts getting too nasty on any of the forums. And it's just a really lovely, supportive space. Mm. And people can turn up and, again, post on a few forums. People start recognising their names, and within a couple of months they're fully integrated into part of the community, and everybody's welcome, really. Great. If there's anything you'd like to promote, well, apart from that, I don't know if you're on social media or anything like that. Actually, no, I'm really not on social. The only social media I do is fetch everyone. Fetch everyone. <laughs> yeah. That's so, great. No. Um, Tamsin, I just want to say I really enjoyed today. I hope you did. I did. I, did I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Oh, good. But thank you very much for coming today. And I hope you carry on running. Thank you. Okay. And that's a wrap for another exhilarating episode of Brian's Rompod. 
Thanks for tuning in, folks. As always, we've got your back with all things running. And next week, get ready for some awesome beginner hints and tips to kickstart your running journey. Oh, and before we sign off, exciting news. We're now available on YouTube. So whether you're pounding the pavement or chilling at home, you can catch us there too. Plus, we have a new feature on the podcast. You can now send me a message. Yep, you heard it right. Brian's Rompod has become interactive with the audience. If you look at the top of the episode description, tap on send us a text message. You can tell me what you think of the episode or alternatively what you would like covered. If you're lucky, I might even read them out on the podcast. Hey, if you want to keep up with the latest updates, behind the scenes fun and even some exclusive content, make sure to follow me on social media. You can find me on Twitter or should I say X at Brian's Rompod. We've also just launched a shiny new Facebook page. Simply search for Brian's Rompod and give us a like. And don't forget to hop on over to Instagram where you can catch all our visual adventures at Brian's Rompod. For those of you who love diving deep into the episodes, head over to our website, www.brianesrompod.co.uk. And there you'll find detailed show notes, handy chapter markers, make it too easy to navigate through our favourite discussions. Please leave a review as it will always help find others find this podcast. Music is by Happy Days by Stock Audio, not forgetting artwork by Alice Patterson. Till next week, thanks again for listening. 